僕らの手の中Hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark DeVries. It's、I、been always, a while. I always forget my last name. That、uh, loud noise was Miles Ma. And the voice you have not heard Me? is Jackie Jimenez. How are、Hello. you, Jackie? Jackie J? Yes, Jackie J. JJ's Bizarre Adventure? J, J Squared. Pretty good. JJ's JJ's Bizarre Adventure. JJ. That's who I am.、Uh, we're a podcast that used to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime, and、Jahi. the OVA, and、uh, the movies, but we covered everything and we are excited for part six if it ever happens. But for right now, we're just covering animes that our listeners suggest or we think of or have a Blu ray lying around of.、Um, and this week, we covered Kaiji. The ridiculous gambling anime. Full name is <coughs> Suffering Outcast Kaiji Ultimate Survivor. Huh. So it's, I guess it's more of a survival. It is very much a survival. It's survival horror. It's, 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 it's less gambling than it is. Like, <laughs> is it, it's the ultimate gamble. It's, yeah. It's your life. The, old, the most dangerous game.、Mm. Before we talk about Kaiji、uh, in, in specifics, and, and we watched episodes one, two, three, and 11. Um, because we don't know how to count. We、Yay. have to quickly、um, board the correspondence cruise line.、Mm. We got to gamble our lives. We, gotta gam- we have to gamble the quality of our podcast <laughs> on your emails <laughs> that might not be any good. It was already a gamble, Mark. Yeah. It was all a gamble. No. <sighs> Who would like to read? I'll read. Go for it. This email is from Hentai Homie. Thanks.、Uh, okay.、Uh, some history of the homie. This is from Hensai Homie.、Uh, what, what is poppin' JJB Pod? So I see you guys are doing Evangelion movies and I can't, can't wait to hear your thoughts.、Uh, so I used to just be a homie and then I turned into the Hentai Homie. Evangelion did that to me.、Uh, when I was a good little 13 year old, I watched Evangelion 2.0 and a character named Madi. Illustrious appeared. I don't know what it was about her, but I liked her a lot, my first waifu, as you say. And as a horny new teenager, I found hentai of Madi and I appreciated it. <laughs> I think I, I, I did an actual watch of the show recently and found out she actually wasn't in the actual show and was a little disappointed, but that just makes her even more special. Rare. What was your first,、uh, your first waifu slash husbando? Sign, signing off, hentai homie. P.S. As you know, horny. P.P.S. Anything cool in Las Vegas as a 19 year old?、Mm. What? Okay. He's P- asking. PPS smells good, the scent of LCL. Madi scent from my LCL pools. Cool. I like it.、Um, what does this mean, waifu slash husbando? What was, the, what was the first anime character that you、like、had a your, crush on? Your crush. Probably Bulma from DBZ. Really? With that, that big five head? I love that big five head, baby. <laughs> you like that?、Uh, I could lay out on it, put a towel down. You know who has a big, a big forehead, but I don't mean this as a, as a negative, and who could play Bulma? Uh huh. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, pretty big forehead. I haven't、mm-hmm. watched Star Wars yet, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'll probably do it. It's、tomorrow. good, It's good, but stupid. It's 
good, but stupid. Okay. Like they clearly had to write a bunch of course correction stuff for the series, but it's fun. There's action. Most of the reviews are as mixed as yours just was. Yeah, but it's like, here's the thing. If you're like, I kind of want to see it, just go see it in a theater. Don't wait for it to come home because if it comes to your TV, you're going to be like, this is kind of a waste of time. But Mm -hmm. if you see it on the big screen with all the noise. I love the big noise. Yeah. Um, Jackie, can you think of your first? No, I don't think I, I can't think of a single one. Like, I can't think of anybody in an anime that I was, like, into. Well, what about Joseph? What about... What about um, Tuxedo Mask or one of the sailors? What about Sailor Uranus? Ew. Uh, Yeah, Sailor Neptune, I'm going to say. Neptune, okay. (laughs) Uh, I I really liked Faye from Cowboy Bebop. Ooh. Um, Oh, yeah, she's a babe. Maybe Misato from Evangelion because... uh, Also a babe. I guess I like an older woman. I, d- I didn't like older people when I was a kid, when I was younger. I mean, now, like if, now I'm like, how old was Misato? Me she shouldn't have all that responsibility. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, I liked age-appropriate people. Oh. Me too. Like, I only, my celebrity crushes nope. were, like, also 13 or whatever. I liked Stephanie Tanner. <laughs> who, who, who played her? That's Full House. Jodie Sweeten. Oh, she's not doing shit now, is she? Mm. She's on Fuller House, Mark. How dare you? <laughs> That's over anyway. <laughs> It, is it over? I've seen her in things, Yeah, I think. it became filled up house, and they couldn't put any more in there. <laughs> She's a filled up lady. Oof. Um, it, I don't know if it's over. She apparently had many drug problems as she got older. Oh, boy. So she didn't do that much stuff growing after her full house. Yeah, that sucks. A lot of child actors have too much pressure put on them, you know? For them to date me, yeah. Yeah. Still Did, waiting for your call, Haley Joel Osmond. <laughs> a friend of ours wrote, uh, had a big crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar. Aw. And I believe he wrote her a fan letter and I think sent her a necklace. Wow. And he got like a signed photograph wow. back, but who knows if it was actually signed by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Probably not. Probably not. This was the height of her popularity in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's not sitting around reading your letters. Right. She's busy slaying vamps. Mm-hmm. Um... Things to do in Las Vegas as a 19-year-old? I don't know. I've never been there. I've never been there either. I, I was there when I was seven. Uh-huh. Wait, so, is Hentai Homie 19? Uh, I guess he's 19. That would make sense. Yeah. He, was, he was going to college or whatever. Unless he's asking for a friend. I thought he was older. AFIF. No, he's, he's just starting out school. Mm. Just starting out life. Okay. Um, I would say a few things. One is if you can get out to the Nevada painted desert, like if you can mm. do sightseeing out there. Yeah. Uh, to quote... Brian Cox's character in 25th Hour. Of course. Every man, woman, and child. No, every man or woman should see the desert once in their life before they die. Something like that. Okay. It's pretty cool and our tour bus got stopped because a donkey was just hanging out on the road. Um, also, I mean, just sightseeing in general is really cool. You know, getting to see these like beautiful lit up buildings like the Luxor Hotel, which is a giant pyramid with a beam of light. It looks like Sakiel or whatever that hot square angel is. Hot square angel. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember I stayed at the Aladdin Hotel, which I think was bulldozed and then rebuilt somewhere else. But they had a really nice, like, arcade. Yeah. So there might be some arcades in there if you like mm-hmm. the video games. There might be arcades. I bet you do, you mm-hmm. big weeb. Get 10 friends together. Steal from a casino. Oh, mm-hmm. there's an idea. Or get seven lady friends together. Mm-hmm. And your ocean's eight. Um, Yeah, congrats on going to Las Vegas and surviving... Uh, your death trial of a school. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. I'm glad that, that someone is speaking up for the, the city of Las Vegas. Mm. 
Thanks for writing. If you want to write to us, by the way, listener, only you, by the way. Not yeah, if you want to tell us about what you were horny for as a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, feel free to be horny. Uh, write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, I'll read this one. <coughs> this is I'm going to change my answer to Sailor Mars. Anyway. Sailor Mars? I like Sailor Mars. She has long hair? Yeah, she's a babe. I like it. Uh, this is called Happy New Year and Decade, and it's from Paul. Hey, JJB Pod, I'm a 13-year-old. Oh, no. And am an outcast in my school for listening to podcasts and watching anime. Wait, what? Okay. But I'm not ashamed. I like listening to your podcast, and I just wanted to say that Chase is the best opening in JoJo's Don't At Me. Paul, I'm going to have to say that I don't disagree. I don't know if I think it's the best, but I really like it. Specifically said don't at okay that's true i did add him verbally i'm also your first listener from maryland since i lived there for four years and discovered your podcast there then i moved back to ireland i'm a mega weeb that memorizes the openings to almost every anime i memorized all nine jojo openings and i apparently have a good voice so sometimes i turn my french class into a japanese class so people can learn my language (laughs) (laughs) this is my first time writing an email this long so sorry if it's too long or too short and sorry if i do the sign off wrong and before I forget, some of my friends might be listening to the pod because I forced them to. Yes. Your youngest listener from both Maryland and Ireland, Paul. Two lands. 13 years old? I don't know how to do a PS. PPS. Every time I go to school, I get bullied. This isn't a joke. Don't get bullied. PPPS. Oh, no. I have a Game Boy Advance emulator on my phone and I play old ass games on it. PPPS. I don't know what a Maryland accent sounds like, but you could try an Irish one. I think a Maryland accent is like that one of the old cops from The Wire. That's what they sound like, uh, which sounds like a Philadelphia accent, but like even uh, more Balmer. extreme. Just yeah. say things like Balmer. Balmer. Merlin. Baldman. <laughs> Bodymore Merlin. Balmer. Baldmore. Irish. That's what I got. Paul, I have a question. If it's not... What, what do 13-year-olds listen to if not podcasts? Music? Music, I gar- right? I guarantee you they just like listen to YouTube videos. They just watch YouTube, Yeah. <sighs> They listen to YouTube videos that are like, the great replacement is, <laughs> they just listen to like videos about white genocide from some like YouTube reactionary shit. That's also like, also Castle Quest is a new game for mobile phones from, and it goes on for it's, five it's like, fucking like, minutes. Like, like spliced in. It's like, it's like a game. <laughs> They're talking about games and then they talk about white genocide. Honestly, and they go back I to... just described YouTube to a yeah, T. Yeah. To a YT. Okay. Now I'm worried. Um... <laughs> that's not what kids are watching. It is. It is though. Okay, fine. I know this. I work in YouTube analytics. Paul gets bullied and I feel bad, but he seems fine about it. Paul, Paul. listen. <laughs> Everyone's like, Paul, like we just put our hand on his shoulder like, Paul. It gets better. Paul, <laughs> we all got bullied. We're all dorks that watch anime and you're ahead of the curve. And just remember you're better than those people because you listen to podcasts. You straight up open a newspaper Pour yourself coffee and listen to NPR, <laughs> and you think about Ira Glass and how much you appreciate Ira Glass. Stay with us. Uh, no, it'll be fine. Just wait until you get to college, and you can like you know do whatever the fuck you want. Paul didn't ask for advice, but I, f- I didn't still feel ask like for advice. I still feel like. But should, when you, you know, bring it up, you beg the I, question. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Like, are yeah. you okay? <laughs> is this a cry for help? Yeah. Just remember that this time is very short and not important. I mean, it is important. Like. The things you like as a kid will be important to you for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But like the... You're never going to see these people again. <laughs> yeah, like the Ten people... years later, right. fuck them. Actually, I, I knew both My, of you. Miles and I have known That's each true. other since we were like 14. But we're like school. friends. The people that bullied you are going to like 
overdose on heroin or whatever. And oh, my God. Too real. <laughs> Come on, Jackie. Uh, Sorry. Rest in peace to at least two friends. Um, Bullying is NBD, though. I mean, it is a. it feels like a BD, and it can be a BD. Big deal. Big dick. <laughs> no. Um, just like try to focus on number one. That's you. Yeah, and don't oh. and don't do drugs as a, as a just just to convert that message. Does anyone want to? Does anyone want to try to do an Irish accent? No, now I'm too sad. No, I mean, Although yeah. you should never be too sad for an Irish accent. I have a friend from Ireland, but all I I can't the the only thing I can think of that he would say is like play the Witcher, but Catch I can't. Catch me lucky charms. <laughs> no, he would oh. tell us to play the Witcher, but should, I <laughs> should play 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 the Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Play. It's like play the Witcher. Yeah. The wit- but he, he, yeah, you his should voice play gets, the Witcher. His and voice, don't don't watch it on Netflix. His voice gets grizzly when he says Witcher, though. Play Witcher. The Witcher. <laughs> He's like, play the Witcher. Witcher. Shout outs to a dapper man who does not listen to this podcast. Probably not. <laughs> this email. Have we had dapper on? No. Yeah, whoops. No. We should. This email seems like it's specifically for me, and it's from Johnny Joestar. It's about old man music. Hey, crew. First time writer. Oh, it's from Gray. Sorry. Should I do that again? This email is from Gray, and it seems to be specifically for me. It's about old man music. Hey, crew, first-time writer Gray here. While I was listening to podcast episode 102, the topic of old man music came up, and Miles deeply offended me by saying that Radiohead was old man music. First of all... First of all. (laughs) First of all, this is simply false, as although Tom may look old, and all the music they put out today is still fresh and new, which means they aren't, quote, old man music miles. P.S. Horne. Horne. Um, I, right, think, I think Radiohead is for adults, I would say. But I started listening to it as a teen. Tom York is 51. And you're an old man now. I am an old man now, so <laughs> everything I listen you're to... You're an old man, dog. To me is old man music. Um, Except for Carly Rae Jepsen. I knew teenagers mm. that were into, but that was like when I was a teenager. And like, depending on if we're old... Like then it's old old people. Music. I have no memory of saying this, but I think it's adult music, adult people music for sure. I think maybe teenagers still it. But Miles, I don't know, Miles I don't know does listen to old man music. Miles listens to I like Neil Young. Do listen to old man music. I listen to old man by Neil Young. Those are se- <laughs> maybe those are separate things. Miles listens to old man music and Radiohead. <laughs> old man, take a look at Tom York. <laughs> I listen to old music. I listen to man music. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's man music? it's just pearl jam (laughs) yeah um okay uh yeah this is from ellie or eli eli i think eli i'm going with eli uh subject is happy light hey jjb pod daddies and jackie i could be a daddy Mm. Uh, (laughs) i'm writing to give some recommendations of anime to watch while jojo isn't airing i have recently rewatched nge neon genesis evangelion and the end of evangelion and would really enjoy you all covering it because i refuse to listen to new people other anime nice uh other anime i would like to see covered briefly are puella magi madoka magica uh, a de- deconstruction of the magical girl genre and kill the kill a show that uses fan service to convey a theme of vulnerability and has a strong female cast sure okay (laughs) 
Eli, P.S. Sorry for my poor writing. This was written at 3.58 a.m. And it was sent at 4.01 a.m. Pretty fast. P.P.S. Every time I realize part six hasn't been announced, I become less and less horny. Yeah, Mm. I hear you. True. I hear you on that. Um... Yeah, I feel like we've heard Kill the Kill before and Magic of Madoka maybe too. I think we should give Evangelion a break and then come back to watching it. We'll come back to it eventually. Eva, I'm Eva. trying to... Jackie and I are or watching I think, it. I think we should watch the last two episodes for the pod maybe once we once we get up to them. Those are difficult watches. Those are those are hard to do. And, I feel like those would be Eva. boring. And End of Eva. You think they'd be boring? Because we would just be trying to get like super analytical and like understanding the story instead of being like, and then this crazy thing happened. Okay. Or we can just watch End of Eva for the podcast then. Oh my God. It'll just be me weeping for 90 minutes. <laughs> Mark, every time you say that, oh man, this is going to make me cry, you don't. And then I get disappointed because I wanted to see you, you cry. You want to see me cry? I want to see your pain. I want to see you cry too, Mark. Well, <laughs> you, well, you don't get to. You're not his wife. True. No, that was to both of you. Oh. <laughs> I probably will. Mark makes me cry when he like sneaks up on me. <laughs> okay, there's th- we have a problem in our in our house where Mark is just a sneaky person, and I never know where he is <laughs> ever. And then he like turns up right behind me, and he's just like, "Hey," or touches me. Like I don't realize he's behind me. He thinks that I I'm aware, but I don't. And then I just scream, and oh then I God. start crying, <laughs> crying Mark. from the shock. Is this true? Well, this is the first from time the you, you cried was like two days ago but yeah. yeah there was one time i was just like in a unusual place i was by our front door like he was looking like, i was like cleaning or something and jackie just walks by and i'm like hey, he was jackie. being like a slender man in our doorway and you just like jumped i was just standing there you were being a creep you were like hunched over all creepy that's just my bad posture <laughs> well you are a creepy person right, who fair. sleuths around everywhere you go <laughs> and i'm a very quiet person because i don't like people who stomp and growing up my dad worked um then the late shift or the night shift and so he'd always nap during the day and so i would sneak around because i didn't want to wake him up and we used to do sleepovers and i would sneak around um and then when i got older i would also like leave the house and drive around so i just got good at sneaking and so mm. i just walk like that i don't i don't accidentally is a horror movie to me I, people have told me that at work by the way not this this job but at my last job people would be like whoa like you need to stop creeping up on people i'm like like, i just walked here well the crazy thing was i was talking to you i see you go into the kitchen i go into the bedroom and a second later you're behind me (laughs) because i was gonna go in the kitchen and then i was like oh wait i should say something jackie and then i just turned around and went back into the bedroom (laughs) so like i thought like if you're if you're walking in a direction into the kitchen i'm thinking you're gonna do something you want me to yell i'm changing directions (laughs) you need to wear a bell around your neck yeah Yes. Ah. Like a cat. Like a cat. Or a cow. Or a cow. Or a cow. Yeah, That's call what me. What, what do people call cows? What's the stereotypical name? Um, moo moo. No. Bessie? Bessie, thank you. Bessitos. Um, yeah, I used to do that to my mom too. My mom would get scared by me. And so, <laughs> so I got can... in the habit of like, if I knew where she was, when I would get to the top of the stairs or whatever, I'd go like... <sniffs> Uh-huh. Just because it's like something people You'd do. You sniff a little cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it's something people do. You do a quick bump. Just get excited. <laughs> yeah. Mostly the sniff worked, but uh, or a sigh. Yeah. Or something. We just want to feel a presence before we are just like attacked. Well, I, I think you should keep terrifying everyone in your life, Mark. <laughs> it's a skill. It's exciting. Again, if you want to write to us, don't sneak up on us. Send us an email through the front door, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, do you guys need to take a break? Get some water or anything? I'll get some water. I'll I'll do a stretch. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Give me that H2O. 
Hey, for those of you who stayed with us after that break, uh, I do want to say that uh, we're going to start a Patreon soon. It's going to be pretty simple. The idea is just that um, we break even on like spending monthly money on hosting this podcast and paying for the piece of shit, no good app VRV um, because it's complete garbage, but it's the only game in town for some of these shows. And so when I pay for it and then it refuses to remember my login, unlike every other larger streaming platform, I feel bad and it would feel less bad if I was compensated for it. So it's going to be like really cheap, like $3 a month, but uh, it, would, it would mean a lot and it would, it would help us out. So look for that. Anyway, we covered Kaiji. And help us out. Kaiji was mentioned by two different listeners and I also, it was on my radar. That's the threshold, huh? Uh, pretty much, honestly. Mm. Like, if one person mentions one anime, I'm like, eh. Hey, uh, also, listeners, the ones that have been recommending things, if you recommended something a long time ago and we haven't done it yet, just, like, remind us again. Yeah, feel free to do that. I thought you had a list. We do, do have I a do. list. I got but a like, list. Here's the order of my list. It goes. We might need some persuasion. The, how, does, how does he say it? How does who say what? In Eminem in that, in that song, Till I Collapse. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what, what? It goes Jay-Z, Biggie, some, some, but he goes oh, like... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a list. Here's the order of my... Uh, it doesn't make sense. Hang on. That's a good song. It's got Nate Dog. It's got a nice, like, heavy beat. Let's see. Hang Nas on, hang and on. Then Me is the la- the end. Nas and Then Me. Yeah. Really? Tupac, Nas and Then Me. Okay. I think. I got a list. Here's the order of my list that it's in. Okay. That doesn't make sense. It goes Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Outcast, Jada, Corrupt Nas, and then me. Where's Big Boy? That's hate. Yeah, Big Boy's good. He doesn't like the way you move now. Bop, bop, bop. I like the way. Uh, okay. So, Gyakyo Burai Kaiji, Ultimate Survivor, um, is a manga, essentially, that started in 1996. And even though it's divided into multiple parts, it's technically still going. It's on like the fifth or sixth big arc that started in 2017. Um, it's by Nobuyuki Fukumoto, who Jackie and I should know from Akagi. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Akagi and you're interested in Japanese Mahjong or maybe Mahjong in general. It's from what? The same what? Mangaka author. Oh. That's Akagi. So I want to rewatch that. Akagi is great. It's got great theme songs and it is part of the reason why jackie and i got into japanese or also called reach mahjong is it i would say so that fu, I, fu we were, and i were watching we akagi were, oh really that's yeah. how you okay because i watched akagi after we were already playing mahjong i think yeah and if you've seen akagi and then you watch some like a minute of kaiji you're like this is the same person mm. because it's just as ridiculous akagi mm. has things like they're playing Mahjong, but they're hooked up to blood transfusion machines. Yeah. So instead of gambling with chips, they literally lose blood. That's how we should play together, Mark. Uh, instead of with money. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. I was saying before that if the three of us played poker, like it wouldn't be fair because Jackie and I share money, so we can't gamble against Miles. But if there were something else like blood. Or I could just take all your money, Mark. Uh, I'm filled Or you could take all my money. You're filled with blood? Yeah, I've got tons of blood in my body. You're like a full house of blood. Yeah. yeah that's like, the thing. We have a lot of blood. We can get, we can, you know, and then at the end we donate it. We just eat cranberries. Honestly, just a pinprink and I, I would fly around this room like a balloon. Oh, oh my God. Just spraying blood everywhere. Have you named any of your blood cells after members of full house? No. No. I was trying to draw out that like parallel. Anyway, 
Um, my notes include the following. One, love those pointy noses. Two, VRV sucks. Oh, I like the pointy noses too. I wrote that down. Um, this anime came out in 2007. Um, and like I said, it's based on that manga from 96. Um, and it's been pretty popular. It is uh, won a, an award from Kodansha, who publishes it. But So I don't know if they award their own manga. Um, but so it's very yeah. mathematical, this anime. If you do it, if you mm. do your own math, this is so this has been going for almost 24 years. Um, mm. old enough to drink kaiji. Um, so it's like wow. sort of a heavy duty, like just like all anime where everything is like taken to you know level 11, it's gambling, but yeah, it's gambling in like weird, specific, twisted versions of, of games. And it's like your life is on the line. And the stakes keep getting higher. And the games encourage you to fuck each other over. And the logic is also like no one can reason out and logic and predict out some of these yeah. things. That's also elevated. And also everyone everyone is also is a degenerate. So everybody's like going to find ways but to that, try to that cheat. That is the world of gambling in some places, especially mm-hmm. when you involve the mafia like scams everyone is scamming someone it's all a big prisoner's dilemma it's not like your friendly like poker night with the boys or whatever playing mahjong that's true that would be a shitty anime miles what what is uh the prisoner's dilemma the prisoner's dilemma is like a game theory idea in like economics where like Mm. there's it's uh everything zero sum yeah so there's like the the main one is like there's two prisoners and they're in separate rooms and you, they each have a choice to like rat out the other person to or to not talk. And the three outcomes are like they either both don't talk and are saved or if either of them talks, then one of them is screwed. So like you have to make decisions without with incomplete information. But the idea is that you, you aren't putting faith in people you don't know. Correct. Like the, well, you have to decide whether to put faith in people you don't know. But mm. the, the, what they, they found that most people don't, right? Or, I don't remember what they found, but like the the whole study is like why people make the, the decisions that they make. Mm. Yeah, I feel like haven't they found, and this is like also in voting, people would rather take a chance on quote unquote like the devil they don't know, because some people reason out things where they go, well, this really? thing sucks, but I I know what it is at least, and that's where the phrase the devil you know comes from. But most people would rather gamble on a wild card because they're just like fuck this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, so mm, this I'm the opposite. This scenario always comes up in this that trivia murder party game that we yep, play. Yeah, I know exactly what you're about to talk about. And There's I, a new version, by the way, and I have it. I always take the money. Which, I know. Which I was makes just everyone mad. Explain this. Explain it for the listeners. So, the scenario is like there's a pot of money, and everyone can choose whether or not to go for it. If I think if it's so, it's no one knows what the other person is picking because right. you do it privately on your phone. But mm-hmm. if no one elects to take the money, you're all safe. Then you're all safe. You don't lose. If one of you, even one of you, any of you decide to take the money, then only those who take the money are safe. And everyone mm-hmm. else dies. And everyone else dies. And, and I, then if everyone takes the money, you all die as well. I, I think. believe so. I believe so. And I always take the money. Yeah. <laughs> is that a reference to take the money and run? But uh, I, I can't remember. Oh, take the, it, Is the same guy who did yeah. stuck in the middle with you? No, no. Go on, Steelers wheel. No, it's it's uh, it's the Miller? same guy. Yeah, fly like an eagle guy. Is that Steve Miller band? Steve Miller band. But that's stupid. I'm a joker. I'm a toker. And then I'm a midnight. I fucking toker. hate that song. Why do you hate it? Let's talk about it. Partially because it was overplayed by people I knew who were like really into that era mm-hmm. of music and entertainment, and it just fucking. 
It was like something thin that wore itself even thinner for me. Got it. I just find it obnoxious. I'm not a big fan either, Mark. And just people singing along to being like, ha ha, here comes the part with the whistle and saying Maurice. Ha 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 ha. That would be a good karaoke song though. Just saying. If you do that, I'll go take a shit while you're doing it. Oh. We're all out of karaoke. And you're like, I put on this Steve Miller band song. I'll be like, I have diarrhea right now. And I would just go in there and just stare at the fucking wall. I had diarrhea recently. How was that? Um, I made the dumb decision to order curry at a brewery in the Midwest. It was a stupid idea, but I wanted the rice. I wanted the rice. What's with you and rice? I love rice. All right. I hadn't had it in a while. I was in the Midwest. It was Casserole City, baby. You could have gotten grits. I do not like grits. I understand. Anyway, so this anime. The grits anime? What are we talking about? This anime is about personal finance. Yeah, so... (laughs) It's about the power of compound interest. This guy is in debt, and he... Kaiji, Kaiji, the title character, is in debt. He didn't pay his debt, and so now bad guys are coming to collect the debt. It's not even his debt. It's someone else's debt that he guaranteed. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's yeah. his friend's debt. He co-signed, basically, on a loan. Yeah. Miles, do you have any advice about co-signing and guaranteeing on other people's you loans? You should definitely not co-sign a loan unless you're sure that you can pay off the debt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And it's something you should only do for very good friends. Right. Family. Family. And unlike good family, because some families suck. Yes, yeah, good family. Don't have like your <laughs> fucking family. second cousin thrice removed. Be like, but we're who, family. Who is who is kind right. of like an asshole? And Even like if you don't really trust, uh, and kind of irresponsible. Don't do that. Yeah. Um. So basically, yeah, Kaiji did that, and he completely forgot about it. And this yakuza mafia guy comes to him, and Kaiji already narrated some bits about his life, where he's like, I have no money, and it all sucks, and in my spare time I vandalize nice imported cars. Um, and of course, Just for the, fun. of course, the Yakuza drives an imported car and finds out, but that doesn't matter to him because he's like, you owe this huge debt that was like, I, I think it was basically like a thousand US dollars. Mm. I feel like I remember it being like that. And Kaiji's like, all right, I guess I can pay that off in installments. But with interest, it becomes like 3.8 million. Yen. It becomes yeah. 30 times that amount. It becomes like something he can like pay that. it off in like 10 years or something. 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, if he made payments of like a few hundred a month or something. Which he probably doesn't have. That's like the length of a student loan. Uh, Honestly, someone pointed out once that AARP, the magazine in the US for retirees, that they just automatically send you when you're like 55 or something like that, mm-hmm. recently mentioned student loans. Hmm. Like, hey, you, someone who's retiring from work and is in their late 50s or 60s, have you thought about paying off your student loans? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, so, look, you don't have to understand compound interest and all that, uh, friends, but um, you should always try and see if you can pay off the principal, which is the original amount you borrowed and is therefore creating all this interest. Because mm-hmm. if you are paying off only the interest, then your original debt still stands mm-hmm. and is still accruing interest. Mm. It's true. Compound interest, very powerful. That Yakuza was carrying around a compound interest table, which I thought was... <laughs> Kind of geeky. I, but maybe they do that. Yeah, I, I guess if your business is like... Loan shark. Terrible loans, yeah. You, you got to be really good at math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to have the numbers right. You know? And the, I bet the table's like wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it lies to you, but uh, it looks official. Yeah. But just one more thing, listeners, about personal finance. Yeah. You want to make that compound interest work for you. You want to start investing 
tiny amount of money early and let it accrue over years and years. Uh Mm -hmm. I just heard the other day that Hamilton, I think, just like put like a few hundred bucks in a lockbox and wrote into his will like this can't be opened until like 1975 and it was like 30 million dollars or something. Whoa. And the city just put it towards a library or something. I don't know if that's true. Miles, when he says that this interest has a 20% when this loan has a 20% interest rate. That's terrible. Does that mean like every <laughs> month it goes up or every year? I'm not sure. It depends on the terms of the loan, how often it compounds. But that's an extremely punitive rate. That's like a credit is, card right? rate. I think I got like, yeah. I feel like when I first went to get a car, I was like, I'm going to take the loan out myself. They were like, it's 19%. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I have to make some phone calls. That's why I co-signed my car loan with my dad. Thanks, dad. <laughs> Great job, Miles. My dad would joke, he'd be like, I think it'll make it worse for you. And then it didn't. <laughs> what would make it worse? If, He's if like, if dad... I co-sign, it'd be even worse. And then I was like, dad, nothing can make my credit worse. <laughs> but now your credit's better. It is better. This has been Credit Pod. See work, we should do a podcast. Oh, this is called... I think you should absolutely do a podcast. <laughs> this is called Privilege Pod. Job. <laughs> where if your family uh, is of a more responsible generation, <laughs> they can help you. Look, you're and if just they weren't there, I would uh, put my head in the ground. Yeah. Um, just kidding. I just mar- marry someone who's more successful. There you go. Uh, you know, in a very stupid metric kind of way, you know. But uh, I read somewhere that people are, are way more likely to um, marry someone of their same, like, economic background and That's class. True. I mean, it makes sense. It's yeah. it's who you're used to rubbing shoulders with. Yeah. It's because uh, it's also like, where do you work? Yeah, is that what you like? Where you like do you? What shoulders? bars do you go to? Yeah. Where'd you grow you up? You know, what back kind of alleys thing? do you frequent? Mm-hmm. Um, true, true, true. Who do you see in the sewer when you go down in the sewer for your secret sewer society meetings? So Kaiji is gonna meet like another degenerate person, probably. If he's he can't marry rich. I, I mm. it depends on what his sexual orientation is because there are only men in this anime. <laughs> there was one lady. <laughs> well, <laughs> she was a rich lady though. There, oh, the, there's He's only not men like lady. so he gets trapped in these like awful scenarios with only men there's only men degenerate they have, gamblers they have degenerate sisters or something i don't yeah. know and they call them that they're like my degenerate sisters <laughs> we are here to watch these scoundrel sisters these scum of his society walk over planks um <laughs> anyway so basically this guy explains this yakuza guy's like hey you co-signed this awful loan for this guy and he's vanished and he didn't pay any of it so mm-hmm. you owe us money. And he's like, well, I'm not going to pay that. And the Yakuza is like, um, we know where your mom and your sister live. And mm-hmm. things will be bad for them if you don't pay us. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Basically, it's the part of the manga where the writer is telling all the readers, like, just if you thought like, you had he, solutions. Like, yeah. This is how this world works. There yeah. is no winning. The house wins yeah. when it's organized crime no they get their money <laughs> they will get their money they get their money or they destroy your life and everyone around you right you love. have to be like someone with no friends and yeah. you disappear or you kill yourself yeah um with no you do not love you have to be somebody that does not love this is more advice anyone you love for our 13 about. year old listeners is don't yeah. borrow from the mafia yeah um for sure and don't so co-sign for your friends what he tells him is like so you can either pay us off on that 11 year timetable or there's this cruise, which is like, what? He's like, you go on this cruise. It's, it sounds great. It's a gambling situation. All these people who have debt like you go on. And if you win, you know, at the games on there, then your debt is paid. If you lose, you go into forced labor, which sounds like it sucks, but it's like you don't die, mm-hmm. you know? 
But I didn't quite understand it because he, 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 what was he and saying like, about the like, people that like run it? It's like two years, two years of forced labor. What was he saying though about um, the people that run it? He was like, this isn't for selfish Yeah, reasons. it's like some, some big top financial company right. organizes this cruise, this expensive ass cruise. Like I don't, there, no, and it's not for financial reasons. Maybe it's just to get laborers. Do they? Yeah. Do you think they buy the debts from the yakuza? Yeah. No. Yeah. They do. They pay <clears> off <throat> the debts. I should say yakuza. So messed up. So is it? It would that what it would be like? They're like this big financial company is like a collections agency, but they do it with like forced manual labor. How does uh, yeah, that work? I think they just want slaves. They just want slaves. That's what I, they I want. Don't, I don't know how that would work out. I don't know how no one would catch that. But apparently, the Japanese government are like. They know the Yakuza are out there. And they is this a of... giant argument uh, that capitalism doesn't work? I feel like it kind of is. Okay. Because the whole time, too, the the Yakuza guy is like, you know, you feel like your life is empty and meaningless because you don't have any money. He's mm. like, it's like you're trying to sink a basketball into a hoop that's 100 meters up in the air. Yeah. Which, it's also weird because isn't it's Kaiji like, yes, I know. Yeah. I think about money <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I know better than you do, Mr. Yakuza man. Yeah. Um. So at least in its extreme forms, we can say that, you know, awful loans and labor for profit and these other things, at least we should criticize those. And that's how the anime feels. I don't know if it's against the concept of money itself. Mm. Um, Maybe that, it is. Write in that would if be you a, wrote this anime. That would be an interesting leftist mainstream anime. <laughs> um, so he gets Kaiji to... Um, say okay to the cruise by using this tactic that kind of banks on people's like envy or he, he just he makes it seem like he's his friend and he's there to help him find a solution classic con man move create a sense of urgency mm-hmm. and he also right he creates a sense of urgency because he gets a phone call and he's like oh my god there's only two spots on the cruise left yeah and kaiji's like buck that's the way i can get out of this debt easily yeah. And then he's like, And oh. he's like, oh, and people are signing up for it. Like that's also the trick too. Like you have to make a snap decision and people are people are signing up for it, so it must be a good idea, you know? And then he's like, There's no spots left. And Kaiji's devastated, but then he's like, Can you please try to get me on there? And he's like, Oh, I'll try. <laughs> so he makes it seem like a hot commodity. And then he's like, Yeah, you're on. And then he later goes back to his Yakuza friends and he's like, That shit works every time. And it was a fake phone call. Ugh. So dishonest. It's so gullible. Come on, kid. I thought the Yakuza were responsible people with integrity. <laughs> I didn't know they would resort to this kind of... This kid is too trusting. Kaiji, he's supposed to be like 21 or something. Mm. Um, he's at first. But then he becomes less trusting. Oh, I thought he meant... <laughs> then he turns 22. <laughs> <laughs> he was 21. Um, yeah, which is... I, I've heard people compare this anime to Breaking Bad. In a way, there's the way you become kind of hardened and you, you agree to that philosophy. You go from being nice and wanting to help people and being a little gullible to being, uh, you know, willing to do anything and fuck over anyone for your right. own self-interest. You buy into that philosophy that life is a game that mm. is zero sum, meaning that someone has to win and someone has to lose. Mm. There's no way both of you can win. Murder or be murdered. You are the mark or you are the scammer. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you call it? The house. You're the predator or you're the prey. Yeah. Right. That sort of philosophy that people take and just lie about all day long, but that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kaiji then gets on the cruise and it's all run by Yakuza. Yakuza. And um, they get 
in this main hall and they're all told, you know, you're going to play a game and you have, first they're like, you have to buy into the game. You have to take on debt, which is weird. Like debt within this cruise ship's economy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's real money. It is real money. And it's either you buy in a hundred, uh, 1 million yen, which is again, super roughly uh, $10,000. Uh, or you buy in for 10 million yen, which is roughly $100,000 US. Um, this is in Canada. Uh, this is in Canada. This is in Canada, people. Uh, so he's like, you got to step forward, say your name, and then announce if you're taking the small bet or the big bet. And they're all going for the small bet. And then one guy is like, we don't even know what we have to do here. So I'm going to take all the money in case I need it. So he goes for the big bet. Oh, and also it's what, 2% interest every 10 minutes or something i think it's 15 yeah but it's it's rough oh it can't be 15 it's like 1.5 every 10 minutes no it's every 15 minutes oh okay Mm -hmm. i thought it was 10 and then you also have to pay back at least 40 percent 40 percent more of what you borrowed Mm -hmm. so if you borrowed a hundred thousand dollars you have to pay back at least a hundred and forty thousand so you have to like a lot of people who gamble are happy to just be you know, to making, break even, break even, or make yeah. some money, but not get forty percent of what you put in back. Mm-hmm. That's difficult. But everybody's borrowing this money. Like I don't understand. Like, well, the thing is, you don't even need the money. It has nothing to do with the game. It's it's, it's just an extra tool. It's trying to trap. I think it's trying to trap people into more debt. It's part of that's the meta game. Like, yeah, it's trying to trap me people into more debt. I think. Like so I what, think that's what the bad guys are doing. Like what the what the organizers of this event are doing. Probably, They're trying to trap people yeah. into more debt. Um. Because I guess if you make more than 40% back, then you could probably pocket the money. It's probably like, because like if you're already in debt and so like you're going to lose, you're going to go into a labor camp or whatever. But if you get yourself into even more debt, like I don't know how the years at the labor camp um, match up to how in debt you are. Like maybe, maybe it's like we're going to trap you into more debt so you can be, you know. Yeah, do more labor. Do forced labor forever, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the trap. Um. And so, you know, the people, the, all these people who are in debt, all these guys are like, hey, that's not fair. Like, what happens if we lose, you know? And he's like, I don't have to tell you anything. And he's like, you wouldn't even, you don't know how to verify what I say is being true. And like, just don't think about losing. But mm-hmm. half of you are going to win and half of you we're going to take out somewhere, whatever. Just win, baby. And the rules of the game are then given out. And it's, you know, they're given out in this like weird way where it's like you get two envelopes, one with stars that are basically your health bar, your mm-hmm. life gauge. Um, and it's basically your chips. It's like you each get three stars and you also get a packet. Packet of cards, 12 cards uh, that are rock, paper, scissors. So four rock, four paper, and four scissors. And you have to play these cards um, against each other. And if you lose, you give your star to, whoever loses gives their star to the other player. Um, so if you, there's a you draw, lose... no cards, no no right. stars are exchanged. And then the cards are discarded forever. So you can only play, I guess you can only play 12, 12 matches, right? Um. Well, yeah, yeah well, you can only yeah. play. This is where the metagame comes into effect yeah. because you can use your money to buy stars or cards. Well, you can use your money for whatever you want, but that is a strategy. You just go, go buy a quick handy in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or buy, yeah. You, you oh, that's actually that a one. smart idea too. I never thought about buying more cards, but once somebody- <laughs> I thought you were going to say hand job. I was like, no, well, no, no. Yeah. Once somebody has like, you know, a certain amount of, like they have, 
you know, three stars and they've uh, gotten rid of all their cards, like, or not all their cards, but they, they have, once they have a certain amount, you can just like wait and sell them. Yeah. Sell your cards yep. off. So the idea is... You have to get rid of your cards though. Yeah. Right. You can't, because you have to either have three stars or more, mm-hmm. but you also have to have used all of your cards. So this yeah. way you can't be like, well, I have three stars. I'm not going to play anymore. Yeah. Right, and then everybody else loses. So you have to have at least three stars, and you have to have used all of your or have gotten rid of all of your cards. Um, and anyone every, who hasn't, done anyone that. else loses. Um, so if you right. lose all your stars, if you lose all your cards, and if you lose all your stars, because it's a four-hour time limit. If you lose all your stars, you instantly lose, right? Because we saw them take yeah. a guy out, right? Yeah. So That's you can't instant. lose all your stars, but if you have two stars or one star, when the four hours is over, then you're done. You, you lose, and you're taken mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, so what they find is that you're basically you're playing rock paper scissors, but you also have to do. It's restricted. It's called uh, card counting, yeah, basically. To, yeah, you have to do some card counting because you have to think think to yourself, okay, well, they've used two um, scissors, so they, they might have two scissors left. Yeah, like these are the cards that they have in their hand, you know, and then you can kind of figure out. Right, and did we say that we? Yeah, we watched episodes one, two, three, and eleven. Uh, so one, two, and three are all one story that's about this rock paper scissors game, mm-hmm. and uh, and Kaiji changes games every so once in a while. The manga right, right. focuses once, on something like, else. Like you beat the you beat the cruise, like because they're on a cruise. Once you beat the cruise, then it looks like the next arc is a hotel. So. Right. Well, not you. And it's it's, it's not game. like it's not like the characters have to do that. It's like right. each game, each cruise, or whatever adventure is like its own thing. But you could then be forced into or purposely get back into another game another excursion let's say um but kaiji the manga you know i guess kind of spoiler but it's not always this rock paper scissors game it seems to be other games yeah so as we talk about this keep in mind we're going through episodes one two and three Basically, what well, ends I, up... I, I don't know if we should like go into too much detail either because we don't necessarily want to spoil Right, this isn't people. JoJo. We're not... Yeah, no, not everybody... But we can... like. I, I think that what we've said so far is like good. Like, you know, the idea is... So, yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, the idea is like, you know, he's, he's forced to play this horrible <clears throat> game where, you know, it's controlled by bad people who don't have his best interests in mind and like you kind of have to be a cheat in order to win um or team up with people like you have to be you have to be able to manipulate people it's not you know it's it's a lot of different things like luck is part of it it's also manipulating people like and the better you are at that maybe the better you you can do and everybody's trying to manipulate each other so it's a lot of like it's like game of thronesy a little bit where everybody's yeah. trying to manipulate each other everyone's got their own game yep do you think this game aside from the stakes seems fun I think so. <laughs> I, I think it seems fun also, aside from the stakes. So there's some interest. So we won't tell you what Ooh, happens. It's scary. But the game, but, the, you know, the anime has themes of being like, you know, can you trust someone you just met? Like, can you expect that people would and bond no. together with you? No, you cannot. Probably not. Um, and, you know, what are solutions? So that's like one part of the anime is also being like, here's this game the author just came up with. And then, well, how can you win? You know, because it seems like, mm-hmm. well... Odds are, I don't know. Oh, because you can play games with whoever you want. It's not like a tournament bracket. Yeah. You just walk around the floor. You walk floor. up to someone and challenge them. Yeah. You just go up to someone and you see how many stars they have, how many cards they have, or they challenge you. And then you're like, okay, let's play. So you don't necessarily know what cards people have been using. You might be like, they have two cards left. I bet they're two different. I bet one's a rock and one's scissors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you could make your own assumptions, but you don't really know. And so <clears throat> as a reader or a viewer... You're like, well, how the fuck can you know? It's all chance. But then the author is like, 
you see it's almost like death note or other anime where they have these like crazy logic mm-hmm. engines in and their there's head. an explaining narrator mm-hmm. yeah who's like if someone gambles this way then we can assume and we are assuming that they'll have these two cards in their hand and then there's a lot of like uh monologue from kaiji about how like i'm taking a big chance but it's life or death and i gotta do it and they'll like cut away to like a metaphor of him crossing a uh, gap mm. or someone sinking into quicksand or something mm-hmm. uh, so visually it's not like an amazing anime it's, but it's smart it's it's very heady what does that mean heady well, it's, like, it's like very metal. in your head uh yeah i wasn't crazy about the art yeah, you said you it's weren't okay. super into it um, at one point. I did say that. I feel like it would work much better as a manga. Mm, it was a manga. Yeah. Because there's not as much interesting art. Right. And there's a lot that you have to think about. Mm. Oh, and you can't stop and go, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, mm. it, like it just sort of feeds the logic to you. And I think it would work better if you had time to logic stuff on your own mm. a little bit mm. too. I was actually proud of myself for following the logic of some of these plays because when I read... Akagi, even though I have a pretty good grasp of Mahjong, mm-hmm. there were still plenty of times where I was like, what? Like, I don't understand what it is that he's saying would happen here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's not I don't, much. You, I don't know if you felt that way, Jackie, when you I watched don't Akagi. Oh, yeah. okay. There's also just not much happening a lot. A lot of it is mental, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just thinking about stuff. So you have it, to like the voice acting, I think, too. Yeah. Which, by the way, sorry. Um, a bunch of the main voice actors in this show are not usually anime voice actors. Hmm. The guy who plays Kaiji is a mostly live action actor who was actually... Jackie, do you remember that Japanese thriller we saw called Cure? Where the guy is able to hypnotize people by just repeating what they say back to him. Oh, yeah. And he seems like an amnesiac. Yeah. And he just smokes cigarettes. Yeah. That's the voice actor for Kaiji. Which one? The, that the, character. Oh, interesting. The, I guess you could say villain. But yeah, by the ah. way, if you haven't seen Kiyoshi Kurosawa's Cure from the 90s, uh, I really recommend it. It's a very good movie. Um, All right, I'll it, go watch it. It's unsettling. Um, same guy who did the movie Pulse, if you've heard of that. <laughs> So fucking, I don't know. I I enjoy it. I think it moves really well, um, like with the voice acting. And I was able to keep the logic running in my head. We'll see if we keep watching it. Um, we'll see. I'm sure there will be moments where I'm like in certain games where I'll go, hang on, how the fuck could you possibly know that? Mm. Or what is it you think they're going to I do? I think most of it is pretty logical so far. I didn't see anything that was too crazy in what you we saw. You never know. Um, I also see kind of there's like the theme of like classism there where like you have like the rich financial people who look down on the, um, you know, the people that are in debt, the poor people, um, and the kind of, um, you know, maybe not, not the most, uh, yeah. Because Um, that's the thing is like, they see them as just like human garbage or whatever. But you empathize more with the like gamblers who are trying to get out of their situation if if they're nice-ish people. So, so. that's that's the thing too is in, in Japan, gambling is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, what? But then it's like when you have a, a well-organized mafia, then it's like, well, if gambling is illegal, then the mafia is in full control of it. Mm-hmm. Of course, they should just be, you know, like pursued and prosecuted for doing crimes in general but um that's just the reality they have there is like certainly there's gambling there's always going to be gambling Mm -hmm. if there's money 
yeah, even if there's any sort of property at all, there's going to be gambling. And the problem with gambling is uh, when poor people do it, they have way much more on the line, even mm-hmm. if it seems like low stakes, and they're often more desperate, and they might not be as well educated to understand mm-hmm. um, odds, mm. math in general. They might not have like read, you know, read news stories or literature that explains how scams work and stuff like mm. that. So it often kind of evens out to a point where poor people are more vulnerable to things like yeah. casinos or underground gambling. Or it's just like it favors the people who are who are scamming and cheating and, and like know the tricks and the stuff. House. And then the people who are like kind of innocent and like, I'm going to try my luck, <laughs> just end up getting deeper and deeper. Right. Sorry. Sorry if that sounds political, but it is. It is a take on it. Did mm-hmm. I just did I absolve myself of, of any preaching? Yeah. Never take a stand. If I say uh uh, some people say, and then Wikipedia is like, who? And I'm like, me. <laughs> um, it is an angle on it. And certainly, I mean, you know, the, the the author wants you to like the main character and sympathize yeah. with the main character. Um, so they're not going to make it some rich guy who's like, oh, well, lost $10,000. <laughs> that would be a great story. He just goes it. home. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just write you a check, Mafia. <laughs> well, I mean, they do do that. Jackie and I watch Succession, and it's like these super yeah. rich people, and it's like, well, you're not going to lose your house and shit. Is that a good show? Should I watch it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. Okay. We got to get back into it, Mark. Yeah. We stopped it so we could watch Terrace House, and Terrace House is amazing this season. It's so good, Yeah. in my opinion. Uh, this so arc good. that you're in now, Miles, I don't know how many episodes you have to go, but like... I think like three more, maybe. Yeah. Well, this you, this you, arc really just is so much better than the beginning of this um, Tokyo 2019. Those people were boring, and I'm yeah. glad they're gone. I yeah. like them, but... They were boring. It's true. We should, we should watch Terrace House for the podcast. We should. Or listeners, you should just watch Terrace House, because it's so good. Yeah, and start a podcast about it. Yeah. Watch Terrace House on Netflix. Yeah. And if you're addicted to Gambler, go to, I think it's 800gambler.org or something like that. You think it's a phone number and a website at the same What are you, Joe Biden? <laughs> I think it is Gambler both. sounds like a gambling site. Dial Are you sending Joe. people to a gambling site, Miles? It's, it is 800gambler.org, you jerk. What the fuck are you talking about? Is that like 1-800-flowers.com? Yeah. Oh, Oh, so you're saying go to a website. Don't call 1-800-GAMBLER. You can also call 1-800-GAMBLER, but there's also a website. Nobody calls anyone anymore. Isn't there a classic rock song called The Gambler? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, not totally, but I believe you. How does this show compare to JoJo's? It, It is like... The, the the talking out the logic of how you're going to defeat each other is very JoJo's to me. Yeah. Well, also, JoJo has gambling games with the Darby brothers. Yes. That also, oh, they also cheat you. Kenny Rogers is the gambler. You've got to know when to hold him, when to fold him, know when to walk away. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. Um, is that a reference to this anime? Yeah. <laughs> um, Whoa. So, yeah, I think in, in, in JoJo's, though, there's uh, so far we haven't really seen cheating in this game right mm, i think it's cheating when you know what cards the other person has and but he, they don't but he sent out his friends to go find out what cards that somebody has i guess but part of the but they're game, just assuming they're counting you know what like because he pl- because of the last two cards he played so but that's the that's the thing is they're they're made to hold their card up 
like mm-hmm. facing them. Yeah. But anybody behind you could you could yeah. easily cheat. Could yeah. see like oh they definitely. I, I mean I guess if you if you're gonna play the card it doesn't matter if you hold it up beforehand. And it's not like these are moral people. They're on a death gambling boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's part of the game. You know, because like everyone knows these aren't private rooms. You gotta mm-hmm. cheat. You could shoulder surf and. So you don't think that's cheating? You could collect data. In this context, no. If it was like a private room and you drilled a hole, that'd be cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cheating is the unfair economic system that put these men in this situation. Someone said. Someone said. You we, don't we have an opinion. I don't. Some say. I have no opinion. Okay. I, I'm going to need you to pull a book out Okay. of my large library. I'm flipping through. You can't hear it on mic, but it's big. Oh, you can hear it on mic. Uh-huh. And I just got to the page that said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Uh, ben Bernanke. And what's it called? It's called uh, the the whatever I said. That's the title. Yeah, I'm sorry that the book is so scratched up. You can't read it. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, what the fuck? Oh yeah. So in JoJo's, like we've got poker, and we've certainly got like poker, a theme. Yeah. Don't they play poker? I don't even know her. Oh hmm. my god. Do they play poker? <laughs> Oh my fucking god. You ever see that t-shirt that's like liquor up front, poker in the rear? I have not seen that t-shirt. I'm making Stupid. finger guns at my co-host. I am Stupid. getting shot by those finger guns. Ba, ba, I'm getting ba, 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 riddled ba. with finger bullets. Uh yeah, so I think in any gambling work, any just movie, TV, whatever, there's always a moment where the hero does a blind fucking gamble. It's true. And is like I'm not even going to look at my cards. Yeah. Or it's a huge cliche. Yeah. In real life, if you do that, you're going to die. You're going to run out of money. <laughs> well, our hero didn't have to look at his cards. He had all the same cards. He had all scissors. Mm-hmm. It's true. But his strategies relied on things you don't know. True. And I mean, I'm not saying that that's bad writing. It has to be that way. It make that's the gamble. Because rock, paper, scissors, uh, which is called John Ken Pon. And yet the names of rock, paper, scissors are goo. Choki and Pa. So where's John Kempon? Why are we reading things differently, Japanese people? I don't know. Um, you know, it's always a blind thing. It, it, like you can kind of predict some stuff in rock, paper, scissors, mm-hmm. but you also can't. Mm-hmm. Like psychologically, you can look at someone and go, all right, they just played rock. I don't think they're going to play rock again because the I, idea is that it would be too obvious but I then i think someone told me that there's you can psychologically manipulate people by telling them what you're gonna play oh i'm sure that works like if you say like i'm gonna play scissors and then whether or not you play scissors they they have that in their head now but you don't know what kind of person they are some people might be like they're definitely not gonna play scissors mm-hmm. some people might be like i think they're saying that so i think they won't play scissors but they are gonna play mm-hmm. scissors um but the thing but is it just gives them another thing to think about the thing is is if you play scissors three times in a row let me ask you guys that if someone sure. played scissors on you three times in a row and just rock paper scissors mm-hmm. would you think the fourth was going to be scissors or was not going to be scissors do you think the odds decrease i feel like i would assume that it was less likely to be scissors but I, there's no reason for that do you think they'd go for five or, or do you think they'd go for a fourth, Jackie? Or do you think you'd be like, they're definitely not doing it a fourth time? Mm, is it working for them or not? <clears throat> like, um, like, are they winning with it or not? No, it doesn't matter. It could be. They could be winning. They could be... They're crushing. They've back and forth on you. It just feels random. I think it's random. 
It could go either way. People aren't random. That means you had to make the choice to do scissors three times. They can say, yes, I'm going to go scissors again. Oh. What? By the way, the other comparison is we have John Ken Boy in um, part four of JoJo's. Right. Which is one of the most boring episodes. <laughs> but this it's is annoying. This it's is, an annoying episode. This is way more interesting, in part because yeah. it is all mental. You don't get to cheat with a stand or whatever. Yeah. Um, so jo- no JoJo certainly this. put their own spin on it. There's no stands in this anime. But uh, I think this is better than the John Kempon section of uh, mm-hmm. Diamond is Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we skipped ahead to episode 11 to see the second game that uh, Kaiji does which is called Human Derby. It's a way worse game. It's uh, basically, you. Uh, what is it, 12 people at once go? 12 people, I think like four planks maybe. Yes. Um, and you just have to get to the other side of this chasm by walking on this increasingly narrow plank. I think it's pronounced chasm, by the way. Chasm? Did I get it right? No, I think it's chasm. Like chaos. Chasm. Or catechism. Or is it catechism? Chachachism. Hey, Jackie, did you notice over the New Year's weekend, did you notice someone just straight up corrected people's grammar and we were all like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's like how I grew up. Isn't that annoying? It, it, they, he did it in a way that wasn't that, that annoying. Yeah. You get it. But, but I, I had to stop doing but that. But some people do that in a, a way that is annoying and I want to punch them in the I face. Think at this uh, point, a way that are annoying, Jackie. <laughs> uh, I don't even think that's correct. It's not. <laughs> um I, uh, yeah, I don't do it at all now, unless yeah. it's like my brother or my parents. Yeah. Because I know that they like that sort of thing and they do think, think about grammar like, or Miles. I do it to Miles. I don't know if it was you or <gasps> I think it was you. Like when I started, I think it was when I started dating you, I just noticed that I just speak incorrectly all the time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that I was, I thought that I speak better than, that I spoke better than most people. And then I, and then Mark just corrects everything I say. And I'm like, well, fuck. And then I mostly stopped wrong? doing that. But then I was also like, well, Jackie's on job interviews now. Should I be like, this is how you speak? Or should I just be like, fuck it. I am who I am. Yeah. It's not my, it's not really my responsibility. My, my but general take, be, I'm not, I'm not interview i like for in my life my career aspirations or whatever are not to be a journalist mike i'm not my aspirations are not to impress like fancy people of course but sometimes you know? fancy people are doing the hiring well they can stuff. suck a dick because you know well, i don't i don't want to work for them anyway miles i don't want to work for you anyway suck the dick jackie <laughs> suck and dick please <laughs> Um, you know what like if they want if i ha- like i'm not gonna tiptoe and yeah that's a privilege because like not everyone can like you know still get by you know like you know what i mean like you could be in a situation where like if you don't change things about yourself no one will hire you you know i know that i'm yeah. not in that situation like i can i can like you could be like i can pick and choose i'm gonna wear this kind of makeup because i want to wear it and fuck anyone who doesn't hire me but if you know like well people don't like when you show up with like pink and purple heavy eyeshadow you know, some would say that you just would make that. These are not for the, the kinds of examples. I'm, I'm thinking of like something that's more intrinsic to who you are. Like, um, if you if you really feel like you have to change the way you speak, um, but otherwise people, no one will hire you. You uh, know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Whereas, I, like, I, I think that like m- most places are fine with like the gra- the few grammar mistakes that I make. Yeah. Well, know? I think I am a very cautious person, and I assume that there are going to be people who are like, mm, well, like if right. I'm not good enough, then I I also like whatever. I don't I don't want to work for someone who is that picky. Work. You know, I don't want to work for someone, yeah. or I don't want to be around people that are that picky. I guess it depends on the exact examples. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you use like double negatives in English. You know what I mean? 
I, I mean, like, and I will do we, that sometimes too, like when I'm just talking quickly, like and casually, you know, but not in a job interview. Well, you're not going to be like, we don't want no issues on this. You know what I mean? You you might be like, oh, people frown on that, but you don't need to be like, it's less traffic, fewer cars. I say things like, it's I don't, an like, I don't gotta, event. which is not. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's a matter of how do you stay true to yourself and get a job? And I say you can't do it. Complete, <laughs> completely you fake have, it. You have to fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make <laughs> Pretend it. Pretend to be a different person and then uh, whatever. I don't know. What I do is I, <laughs> then seem, you're in. I seem very together and organized and like I'll do whatever. And then when I get in the door, I whine and try to change things. <laughs> and is that what you do? It's very polarizing, but yeah. uh, I got to be me. And once you start paying me, that's what I'm me. It's hard when you're interviewing hmm. people too, because you want, you know, you want someone who's going to do the job, who's going to work hard, who's, you know, going to take ownership of things or whatever, whatever it is you're looking for, you know, and people can f- kind of fake that in an inter- interview and then they come in and they're just lazy and you're like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. you're useless. Why are we paying you so much? And then you can't complain about it. And them. then it's hard to fire them. You so can't what do complain. You do? Like if someone else hires some idiot, I'm like, oh, this fucking idiot. But if yeah. I hire the idiot, then I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, they're, if kinda, I, they're good. If I was in that interview and I was like, no, they did great. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know? that I think That's, do the best you can. References are kind of bullshit too, because like it's always going to be your friends who are your reference or whatever. Right. So like everybody has somebody hopefully that can vouch for them. Like, anyway. Even if it's a lie. But anyway, we, we watched Kaiji, the hiring manga, <laughs> the hiring anime. Sorry. Anyway, right so, in with your well, job, that's, that's me too. Yeah. your job interviewing woes. Not that any of us are interviewing because I'm definitely not. I'm hiring right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Miles is hiring. Yeah. Do you ask people things like, would you rather lose an arm or a leg? No. Would you rather be deaf or blind? Can God make a rock so big he can't lift it? That, that seems hard. How many golf balls can you fit on a New Jersey transit? Uh, train. Mm, that's you, the kind of question I ask. <laughs> <laughs> ask and then answer it with a lot of golf balls. If you were in Bayo, New Jersey, <laughs> how would you get to New York City? Ooh. What transit options do you have? I think you have a regional rail line out of Bayonne. You've got the light rail. <laughs> you have the light rail in Bayonne. Yeah. I never go to Bayonne. You've got the light rail. You could take it to Hoboken, transfer to the, transfer to the path, or NJ Transit, mm. or take a bus. Ooh. <laughs> God, it's really like a rock paper scissors there mm-hmm. with that transit option. Yeah. Do you want? Do you guys want to play a game of NJ Transit Path or Bus? <laughs> you guys want to play Train Bus? Other train? It's like, oh, the buses, the buses are are in a traffic jam. The Lincoln Tunnel's all jammed up. What are you gonna do? <laughs> You're like, man, the Lincoln Tunnel's been jammed four times in a row. It can't be jammed <laughs> the fifth day. Right. But it can. It, it can. It can. It's. I, I had a coworker at. My, but it's raining. What do you do? <laughs> I had a coworker at my last job who would tell me that he would go gamble and he would play roulette. And roulette is just, by design, stacked against you. It's not a good game. It's just not a good game to play. You, like, you're going to lose. Um, and he would tell me, because one way to win is it's just like, it just doubles your money if you bet on red or black. Uh, but it's not actually 50-50 odds, because the roulette wheel does not have half black and half red. It has two spaces that are green. So it's even if you were like, I'll just always bet on black or red and I'll break even, it doesn't work that way. But the other thing is he would tell me, he's like, I have a system. He's like, if it lands on black five times, then it's probably going to go on red. I'm like, oh my God. no, no dude. it's not. I'm like, it's random every time. It doesn't work that way. But the difference between that and this game mm-hmm. is that it's not random because there's a human making the decision. Oh, yeah. So that's why things like saying you're going to pick scissors can screw things up. Mm. 
Yes, but you, but it, but you still just don't know. Right. You don't know the people for one thing. They're not your friends. Right. But it's not like 33%, 33%, 33%. It's question mark, question mark, question mm-hmm. mark. Yeah, somebody yes. could just never play rock. Right. And you just don't know that they just don't they just never close their hand completely. Gambling's hard. I don't want to do it. But then you kind of surrender yourself, like you lose your agency if someone says, "I'm going to play rock." Mm-hmm. And your brain goes did that seem like they were telling the truth? Do they seem like someone who would say that as a trick or as an anti-trick where they are going to play rock? Well, that's why they do it, to get you thinking about this mm-hmm. kind of stuff rather than But if like, you just go, it's all random, I'm going to play whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, it's scary. It is scary. It's a real loss of control. But maybe you should do that. Just let a machine do it for you. Yeah. You know? There's like 14-year-olds listening to our podcast who are like, I don't need to think about finance. But... We have some listeners that are in real dog-eat-dog areas That's that true. they got to gamble every day. Mm. Like Russian roulette. Don't play that one. Yeah, don't play don't that play one. Don't play that one. Because the bullet kills you. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure when you fire a revolver, it moves the chamber to the next slot. Mm-hmm. It, the cylinder spins to the next chamber before the hammer hits the bullet. So always look at a gun's next chamber, you know? If you're going to shoot yours. Or well, play it, Russian roulette. Whatever you're going to shoot, make sure that if you're playing that, if that, if you're playing that game, uh, turn you, on this podcast. You, you want to? You're committing suicide. Do you think like, anyone's ever played Russian roulette while listening to our podcast? No. Listeners, don't do that. Have you seen the movie Thirteen? It's all about Russian roulette. Oh, is it the little girls? <laughs> Not that one. Oh, I don't know what movie you're talking Am about. Am I wrong? Thirteen Zametti. I think it's it's a foreign film. Oh. And it's kind of like this, actually. It's oh. a bunch of men who get taken to a place and they have to play Russian roulette. Oh, or like Deer Hunter, Vietnam War. A bunch of like POWs have to, are forced to play Russian roulette in Vietnam. It's pretty fucked up. Um, speaking of foreign films, this um, Kaiji was made into three Japanese movies. And perfect, by the way, the third Kaiji live action movie comes out this month, hmm. January 2020. So this was perfect timing. And that's why we're doing this episode. 100%. I knew that in advance. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Did so, you say that last episode? I didn't listen. I think so. Okay. You don't have to. Um, and not only are there three Japanese movies, but there's also a Chinese movie roughly based on Kaiji called Animal World, and it has Michael Douglas in it. What? Oh. Who was in a movie called The Game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all Chinese actors and Michael Douglas? Does he speak English? I'm sure he does. Okay. I have a question. Go for it. What is the motivation of the people who organize these terrible games? Maybe that's part of a mystery that will be revealed. I think they just get off on it. Okay. That's what I think. Maybe they do it so that they can produce this anime. Oh, my God. And make us part of the problem. Um that's something we should we should go into too with this the whole plank thing that we're talking about where it's 12 people and there's four beams they have to walk across mm-hmm. they realize like oh i should go i should start going first because only the two people who the first two people who make it across win mm-hmm. falling does hurt you don't land on a cushion you could you could hurt. die you could die you could be hurt very badly there's also all these rich people uh underneath watching you like telling you to hurt other people or die it's just like really they're callous. chanting push push um you made a joke about pregnancy i did i said that let's move on you should yell otose um otose but they point out that like yes you think that going first means you'll make it across 
faster than other people in the other lanes. But since it gets narrower at the midway point, you have to slow down, and therefore the last person to go on each beam has the advantage because they want to push everyone off in front of them. It's true. And, and the game incentivizes you doing that and killing people probably or hurting them really badly. Because you can't turn around. Yeah. You could probably turn around and push. Yeah. Do you think they played that Ace of Bay song? Don't turn around. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, that's Falco. You'll get pushed off of this plank. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Akaiji. No, I'm thinking of don't turn around because you're going to see my beam breaking. Um, Which is a cover, though, of like an older song, but whatever. Um, I guess covers are always older songs, right? You can't cover a future song. You cannot cover a future song. You can cover an unreleased song. Yeah, that's kind of what Frank Ocean did. You know? That, uh, what what was his first big hit? A tornado flew around. Oh, Thinking About You. Yeah, he wrote that for someone else, and then he was like, I'm gonna put it out. Mm. Wow. Yeah, for a lady. Rest in peace, lady. I've been thinking about you. Who, who, lady? Oh, I don't know. He wrote it for a lady, no. He wrote it for a lady. No, he didn't, because he says boy in it. Boy, so what? So a lady could sing to a boy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Either way, you could also just change one word of the song, and it's it's for whoever. Okay. But no, he wrote it for a lady, and there's a version of her doing it, I believe. But he put it his out I first. Thought, I thought you you said that he wrote the song for a lady, like the it was about a late it was about uh, him liking a lady, and I was like, no, he's definitely writing about another. Guy. I see. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It was it was written for someone else to sing. Yeah. And then he was like, eh, I'm gonna do it. It's a good song. I'm simplifying it. I don't really know how it went, but um. So I, I actually like the, the 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 beam game that we see um, in episode eleven because it's it's more visual. Mm-hmm. For one thing, it's a little bit more like a battle royale. I like the rock paper scissor game better because it's um it's a logical mind game. Right, it's much more psychological. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is just like this is psychological too. There's a little bit of strategy involved, mm-hmm. but it's like who, who's the last person standing? Who is who will stop at nothing? To win. I can't believe the show. How long is the show going? The show is only two seasons. Uh, oh. It was 2007 to 2011, ultimately. The manga is still going. God, what sort of terrible situations does he keep getting himself know, into? He it's... never wins and just pays off the debt? He probably like worked his way up and now works for that financial company. Right, now he tortures people himself. Or, or yeah. That would be a boring story, too, if it was just like a guy watching people, like I don't know, hit somebody with a nail in a board. I don't know. Or like he he's doing that, and then maybe we we're following kind of another nice hero. It's like Succession, where he tries to become CEO of the torture company. (laughs) Um, While watching this, I thought of that Simpsons quote. I think I've mentioned it here before, where Lisa is playing Bart in rock paper scissors, and she's like, "Well, Bart's an idiot, and is probably just going to pick rock every time." And Bart. We hear his voice in his head go, good old rock. Nothing beats that. <laughs> um, it's the hardest one. It's it's a pretty good joke. Rock is good because you don't, you don't even have to, uh, you know, open your fist. You just keep it. Yeah. Oh, we got an email. Oh, should we read it now? Uh, hey, JGB Pod crew. Just writing in to let you guys know that episodes 151 to 153 are missing from Spotify and possibly other platforms. Thanks for writing in. I think that might be because I refreshed the feed due to the fact that uh, someone said episode 49 wasn't there. It's on It's on the SoundCloud website and it plays, 
but it's not showing up in iTunes. Mm. So, so tell uh, them to go find go find it on SoundCloud, I guess. So I'm gonna have to write to some people via email, and this is why uh, we should start a Patreon because otherwise I'm doing this, and I'm like, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah, this is yeah, that's true. What am I fighting for? Money. We do it for love that's of true. the people. So far, we've been doing it for love, but now <laughs> a newer. The love chip. does not pay the Crunchyroll subscription. A darker game has started i like your voice like that thank you <laughs> all right are we done um we're pretty much done i think we're done um i think that it would be cool to see one of the jojo darby brothers in this situation i think they'd make a killing um a literal killing the other jojo connection that's kind of loose yes, yes 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 oh they'd always be able to win the brock paper scissors you know oh well the stand if they use that yeah, yeah. um the guy who announces the rules towards the beginning you know the guy who's like at the mic and he's like, this he is how the game is played? He had a great voice. He sings the ending theme, Oh, by the way. He's just got, like, his name is Haku Ryu, which means white dragon. But one of the voice actors, I think the mafia guy that like gets him to go on the cruise, does the voice of Chocolata in the JoJo PlayStation games. Ooh, sexy. But he doesn't do it in the anime. So I don't know why. I don't know why he did that. He also doesn't do a lot of anime voice jobs, but... Just video games. Yeah, he's like, I'll do a video game adaptation of a manga in like 2013 because part five isn't animated yet. But when you animate part five, somebody else is going to do it. Mm. I don't want no part of that. Got Double it. negative. Thanks for listening, everybody. You should rate us on iTunes for whatever episodes actually still exist on there. I guess everything's falling apart. Just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Leave us a nice review and we'll read it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at JJBpod. Um, I am personally at DeVries Tron on Twitter. Miles is at Miles Ma and J. Don't follow me. Jackie's at Jacqueline E. Jimenez. And soon you'll be able to subscribe to our Patreon and help us uh, write out to customer support and pay VRV to use their awful torture app. Have a good week, everyone. If you think we should watch an anime that you already suggested, say it again. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. No when to fold up, no when to walk away, no when to run, you never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for count when the dealer